Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Tellus here, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on June 2nd, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. Intelligence plus character. That is the goal of true education. Again, intelligence plus character. That is the goal of true education. And that's by Martin Luther King. So, um, recently where, where I, I live, there's a, um, there's a new school being built. And it's, it's not a private school, it's like a charter. It's one of these new, new schools, new type of schools, like charter school, where it's between private and public. Um, and it has a it has a lottery, you know, a, there's a lottery to get in But the thing that I'm talking about and, and one of my daughters is, is thinking about she she wants to go there because she She sort of uh, She's been she's had trouble with school um, Pretty much ever since she started school, you know, she's in middle school now, but ever since like she started school she's because she's just She's the middle kid and she's just, she's just a different kid. And all, all of my kids are different, but she's a, a, in a lot of ways, she's like me to where she's a, she's, she's, she's a loner. But the thing about her, like I, I was a loner, but I was fine being a fucking loner. I, 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 I was fu always fine being a loner. Like I never, I, ne I never cared about being in the in crowd. Even though I had my click, like I said, I was, I've always been creative, so I was always with the, the creative, and you can call them the nerds or, or whatever. But I was always with that bunch, and I, you know, but if outside of that, I was cool being alone. You know, I was cool being alone. But she's, uh, she's a loner, but, <laughs> she, but she's, uh, I, I don't think she wants to be a loner, but she, she don't get along with people that well. <laughs> she don't get along with people. But so the problem with this new school, and she thinks she is, she'll have a better time at this new school. And I don't think she will because she's really, really expressive in the way she dressed. And you know, and I, I talked about her before. She's the one that she'll wear mixed make shoes. And, and I like that about her that she don't give a shit about that, about what people think about what she dressed. She's always doing that, like these creative things. And I've been trying to get her to um, to go the direction of like some sort of fashion design or something like that, stylist. Uh, I, you know, not not like forcing her, but I mentioned like I asked her, um, you know, would she be interested in taking like some kind of classes in that or getting in some kind of group or something, something, you know? And uh, but she is always the people that she don't she don't like she don't want to be like in groups of people. So this new school, it's. Uh, one of the big draws to it is that the teacher the school the teacher the student ratio is way less than the public schools around us you know it's like way uh, like, I want to say like one teacher to 12 students or something like that a class some crazy but the thing that I don't like about it is it's a uniform school you know what I mean and what does that have to do with this quote it's the character part like I think Schools like that, and even public schools, they, 
I I don't think they they realize how how much this the kids are lacking in character. It's almost like you know, and of course, in the military, when you're in an organized group like the military and things like that, you don't want people to have fucking character. You want them to be robotic. You want them to fucking listen to orders, follow orders, don't ask any questions. But let's let's take public schools for instance. Public schools have changed a lot since I've been in school, and probably most of you listening. Um, it seems like school now is based on the lowest common denominator. You know, like no kid left behind. Just all this shit, and that's fine. That's Danny, but I don't think character is built from that. Even even something as minimal or as as. Um, trivial as like the snacks kids can bring to school and shit like that like kids who have no allergies can't even bring like a peanut butter fucking you can't you can't take a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to school now you that that's off the books are you like that that was a staple of a kid's lunch a pb and j and you can't fucking take that to school anymore Cookies, that shit you can't take to school anymore. And it has nothing to do with really like, you know, kids being obese and all this shit. It has more to do with um, the one kid in the class that is allergic to peanuts or has like food allergies. And so instead of instead of making a rule to where, well, not even a fucking rule. Why does it have to be a rule? Like the kid who can't eat this shit. Don't eat, don't eat it. You know, his and, and, and I, I totally understand, like, the, you know, if you don't share the food, that's, I think that's how it started. It was like, you know, you can't share your lunches, which is stupid anyway. That's stupid. You remember trading lunches? You remember that? You remember taking lunches to school and then fucking trading it? Like, you got something you like, you, you were trading? You can't, they, they, they can't do that anymore. So, when it comes to building character, that kid who's allergic to shit, He's gonna build. He's gonna build this thing to where, if he's allergic to something, everybody else has to cater to him. Every like, everything has to be catered because he's the one with the fucking problem. And that's to me that's idiotic, because that, that's that's so idiotic. Like my my daughter, she has, she has asthma. One of my my youngest daughter has asthma. I had asthma. So does this mean like the kids can't go to recess? Like like. On windy days and stuff like that, she, you know, she always had problems. And now, like when when kids have have medication, they have to take, they have to call the parents. Like like if my daughter have to take her in hell more than more than once, they have to call me to get permission. You know, like she's there fucking dying, needing her in heller, but they she has to call to get you know they the, the school nurse have to call me and say if it's all right. And I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Let her fucking take her in hell, or like. So, and 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 I had asthma when I was in when I was in school, and I just had my hell if I needed, I needed. So it's stuff like that. It's like, what are, like, like when you think of education, like these these systems that that are um, these establishments that are supposed to be to educate kids. I think a lot of times the character part is not. It's not. Um, it's not even on the on the on the list of of 
like here's the check boxes of what we we should do as a as a learning establishment i don't think character is anywhere on on that list because it's obvious that um kid you know building character in these young kids are not is not a priority when it should be to me that should be building character and common sense should be higher on the list than fucking book smarts to me because once you get out once you get out of the academic structure of like passing to the next level what what is going to take you further in life in life it's not it's not your fucking your 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 algebraic equations it's not geometry it's character character and common sense is going to take you way further than anything in any any fucking rudimentary um skill that you learn in school especially nowadays common sense to know how to act online common sense to know uh and character to to be able to respect yourself enough not to get drawn into some fucking online predator that's the stuff that yeah is 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 a parent is your number one priority as a parent and I and I I take I've always believed that, and um, and that's what they that's that's what we teach our kids. I teach them that. Um, my wife and I both agree on that so much. Like we're big um, proponents of, yeah, you know, you do this school shit to get through school, but the most important thing is character, how you treat people, having some common sense using your 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 using your head like on a on a day-to-day life lessons way sort of way instead of just being book smart true education is not just uh making a's true education is not just having diplomas in, in letters behind your name you know if you don't if you got all that all that shit the, the letters and shit behind your name you have no character you, you you know you you treat people like shit you know yeah yeah you 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 are lacking in education you are lacking in in intelligence okay so i got a chance to process some film yesterday and uh get it scanned well ghetto scanned this morning meaning uh, you know, I'm using my DSLR to, to scan or to, to digitize it, rather. I think there's a better way of putting it than saying scan. So, um, so developing went better time-wise than last time. It it took me only 20 minutes to uh, to load the reels on on the spools. Last time it took me about 45 minutes. And the difference is. The, the, the problem or what was taking me so long last time or what was causing the problem was um, like I mentioned in, in those who process C41 and use these um, or who process 35 millimeter film know that you have to cut the, the lead which is different from like you know medium format or, or 120 you don't have to cut you don't have to do any real any cutting uh, because the, the the film is just taped to the back 
of the paper and you just separate it. There's no, there's no lead or there's nothing to cut. So what I did was I, I made this little like template type thing, just using a um, one of those one of those big paper clips, like the thick for for uh, clipping thick paper, the black ones. And then I used just a, a piece of um, mat board, the length of the lead, really, like the length of the the lead of the 35 millimeter, and I glued it. <laughs> I glued it into the um, the clip. So when I'm in the dark room uh, or my bathroom that I use as a as a dark room, I don't use a dark bag when I'm. Uh, loading film on the on the reels. I just go in the bathroom. I, I have it uh, blacked out, and that's that's what I use to to switch to put the film on the reels. So so I just put the film in in the little clip, and then the mat board acts as a measure. So you know, in the dark room, all I have to do is just put the lead in the clip, cut it, and then I'm good to go. And um, and so that was that's what was causing or taking me so long the last time I, I developed the, the film. And I don't know like I don't know if what what anybody else does, you know, they, it seems like it, I don't I don't think that's the big of a problem with other people. Uh as far as the videos I've seen, you know, they just you know, cut it and they it seems to seems that nobody else has this problem. But uh, it was kind of like an unexpected problem because I, I saw no one making a big deal about it. So I didn't even anticipate that that being a problem. But so this time, you know, when I when I developed everything went went well. Um, you know, I, I would have actually done it quicker than 20 minutes. Uh, but the first reel is what took the longest, and so I think next time I can get it down to like no time. Because the the I, I loaded four reels. The first one took most of the of the time. But after I you know I got that one down, uh, the next three went smooth. Um, so that part went fine. <laughs> the now the other thing that I messed up was, and and this was just uh I don't I don't even know how I was able to mess this up. But when I was pouring the developer in the reel, I mean in the tank. I didn't use enough developer, and and the reason is last time I overfilled the tank, and, and the developer kind of spilled out. Um, the bottles that the containers that I have my developer the developer in, and my chemicals in, are just plastic orange juice bottles. They're not like any bottles, like the brown bottles or the glass bottles. They're just old um, orange juice bottles that I use. And they're about a liter and a half, I think. A liter, yeah, I think a, more than a liter. And I'm using like a liter, the, the chemicals I have are a liter. And so, um, but but the stabilizers that I have is in exactly a one liter bottle. But so last time when I was, uh, when I was filling the, the tank, I was thinking, you know the bottles were a liter 
all except, well, you know, being that the stabilizer was a leader. Even though I knew this ahead of time that I had like the bottles were, were just a tiny bit more than a liter. Um, I, w I was thinking <laughs> that I had over a liter of chemicals in there when I, I don't know, man, this is just one of those things where you just, you just brain fart. So when I, when I poured the chemicals in, um, it, it, it filled to the top and then when you put the cap on, like it feels ex like exactly to the top, but then when you put the top on, some air press out and then the chemicals spill out. So this time I was being overly cautious and when I saw the fluid like hovering over the top, I was thinking it was full, but it wasn't. You know, you know, being that these tanks are, are designed to keep the, I'm using the old school metal tanks, by the way. Um, so if there's some air, is you know, when, when you pour the chemicals in and then the air is pushed out, um, sometimes it, it'll seem, because until the bubble comes out to push the air out, sometimes it, the, the tank will seem full when it's not. So, so after I did the developer, um, when I was pouring, you know, I did the developing agitation and everything, and I was pouring it back into the uh, storage container, it dawned on me that, wait a minute, I, that emptied too quick, and then it, I realized I didn't have enough chemicals in there. And, and, I, and, that, and I actually realized that as I was pouring the chemicals from the tank back into the, uh, the storage bottle, I was like, wait a minute, this seems, and, and you know what, and I, and I sort of, when I, was ag when I was doing the agitation, there was too much metal sound, <laughs> you know? Like I was like, this, this feels different, like something's not right. And I was like, all right, you know, it was one of those things where you're like, man, did I, did I, did I, you know, did I mess something up? And like right around like when I did the last agitation and my timer went off and I was pouring, pouring the, uh, the, uh, the developer back into the storage tank, I, I realized, I was like, you know what? I didn't have enough damn developer. I didn't use all the developer. So I was like, all right, so worst case scenario is uh, there's gonna be, you know, one roll is gonna be Jack. And I was thinking there's gonna be like the last roll that's in the tank or the last two rolls, depending on how much fluid, I, how much developer I put in there. So I was thinking, all right, so I'm expecting two rows one maybe two rows being being uh, unexposed or undeveloped so so I, I was like all right you know I, I was I was happy that the time you know I was like the time was going good Cause that's my biggest thing man like like get like not not letting, letting this be a huge time drain you know with with everything else going on so so i was i was i was happy that i got my time down and then i i sort of had a flow you know like a a routine and uh so i was like all right i'm not going to sweat that 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 much um but after that everything else went fine and i had ordered uh i ordered some fresh film from b and and a squeegee because last time i didn't have a squeegee but I was able to find, like, from from some other project I had going on, I had like a brand new, like, window squeegee. 
um, because I was going to wait until that squeegee got here to develop develop the film but I was like you know what um, let me go ahead and, and develop these four rolls and actually the fourth roll was a roll I found it was an old Walmart Polaroid roll of film that I found and um, and after I developed it was this this film this roll of film was from when my daughter was about three years old that's how old this film was and that was that's like 2003 so this was a roll of film from 2003 that I, I had laying around and I didn't know that until of course until I developed it you know I, I was I was going to just do three rolls and um and maybe that's why I was maybe that's why because I had in my mind I was going to do three rolls and maybe that's why I didn't do the uh, part of the development I, I don't know what happened but I had initially only three rolls and then like um, right when I decided I was like you know what I got some time because uh, I was going like I said I was going to wait but I was like you know what uh, uh, let me let me go ahead and get this because my daughter has a softball tournament coming up um, and you know school is out and I just know my time is going to be um, you know it's going to be hectic so I was like you know what let me let me go ahead and, and uh, develop this film and then when I was doing it I was getting I had my three rows lined up already from like you know from last week but then I saw this other row and I was like where, where did this come from actually this, it was it was in a canister that I thought was a, a a new roll of film and I was trying to remember what film came out of what camera because I had them lined up and then um, I was I was like you know trying to check the dates on the on the film and so there was a, a, a you know a, a canister um, a film container a film canister and I I took it out and I, I was thinking it was a, a new roll of film but it was a it was an exposed roll of film. And it was Polaroid, you know, Walmart branded Polaroid film. And I was like, "Where's this from?" You know, I was like, "Where the hell did this come from?" And I was like, "All right, well, I got four rolls, so maybe that's why I I was I I didn't feel the tank because I was I was I, I remember um, watching a YouTube video of a guy who said like um, when you when you're using one of these big tanks. Uh, remember to feel it past you know past the the last take don't don't just do just enough for the for the two rows three rows or whatever make sure you do a little bit more so i don't know i i know i had that in my mind because i was only on intending on doing three rows uh a film because i was trying to decide am i going to just do one tank you know i i have like four or five tanks uh and i have one tank that can hold two rolls. They have one tank they can hold a roll. Well, two or three tanks they can hold one roll, one reel, and then I have the biggest tank I have. It holds uh, it holds four 35 millimeter reels. So, um, so anyway, so I, I I got them exposed, and sure enough, two rolls came out fully developed, and then two rolls came out. Probably one came out like. 50% and then one came out about 70% meaning out of the 24 rows 70% um, would develop and then on the other one it was about half half and half 
And in that one role, that Polaroid role, that was the one that I realized uh, was from when my daughter was about three years old. And she was actually taking the pictures. Because it was pictures of me, pictures of my wife. And I was like, who was taking these pictures? Because they were like from the ground level. And then there was these pictures of Elmo, like these stuffed animals, Elmo and... Um, <laughs> And, and uh, Dora to explore toys, and, and, and it was in her room, her toy room. And I was like, she was totally taking pictures. And I remember the camera was is the uh, is the the first point and shoot that I that, well actually it was my it's my wife's point and shoot, but it was it was it's been it's the camera my wife had when we met uh, when we you know when we met in the Air Force. This old. Uh, uh, Minota AF like 35R or something like that and um, and I know it's from that camera because that was the only uh, point and shoot film camera and, that, and that's the one I still have now uh, I've actually shot a roll uh, from when I developed the last the last batch of film that was a roll from that camera but uh, yeah so it's all these pictures from like ground level and I actually made, I made post, uh, that may be the pick of the day that I post actually from, you know, <laughs> to be from her shots. So I was like, that is hilarious, man. Um, yeah, this this fun. Like, I know um, a few years back when they got old, when my daughter got older, she wanted a camera and I got her this little cheap, um, it was a, di a digital camera, but it had it was like you know those kids, big old bulky kids cameras that have the two eye holes. Uh, and I remember when I got that, cause it was the same. It cost the same as like that camera was the same as like a cheap digital, a better quality point and shoot, like but still you know fifty, sixty bucks. Now I was like. And I remember my wife and I talking about. I'm like, well, why don't I just get a real, a real little cheap point and shoot camera? And uh, but she was like, yeah, but if she if she dropped that one, it's done. And and I was like, okay. So the benefit of the you know the little kids one day it was like rubberized and it was you know you can drop that thing and, and sure enough that's that's what happened. You know she, she dropped it and beat it up and it still worked. Um, but yeah, I, f I forgot that she was like real into taking pictures when she was little, you know, when she was like tiny, tiny, but now totally not interested. But, um, yeah, so yeah, C41, you know, it's just like anything else, man. The more you do it, the better. Uh, so that's eight rolls, eight rolls total on that one kit that I've had that I've used. And, um, so from here on. I'm gonna just do one roll at a time, just so I can, you know, if if uh, once the chemicals start going going bad, it's only one roll of film that that has the chance of getting messed up, and not four or three or two. You know what I mean? So from here on out, and then actually that uh, I can process, I can process more regularly instead of waiting till I have four rolls. Um, you know, four rolls of film or, uh, or whatever. So, so yeah, so that went well. That went, that went pretty good. Uh, I still have like, I have some old E6 too that I, uh, 
like six or seven rolls that I want to get processed and see what's on them. Um, and I'm also going to probably be digging out some old uh, medium format negatives and stuff like that and, and re-digitizing them. Um, but yeah, so I did order some fresh 120 and some fresh 35 millimeter black and white film from B&H. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to uh, shoot any more C41. Only way I shoot any more C41 uh, is if you know I buy a camera and it comes with it. Because all of the film that I I just processed was like old film. Like I said, that the Polaroid that I found laying around. There was a I think there was one or two other rolls that were old had been laying around. But the other film that I shot came with those cameras, those those cheap point and shoot cameras that I bought at the thrift store. So. Um, yeah, just to keep things, you know, simple, uh, that, that'll be the only way, only reason for me to even shoot C41, uh, you know, because if I'm going to shoot color, I might as well just use my, my, um, my digital, you know, and they just keep, keep things simple. Um, so the, the film that I ordered was, uh, what did I order? Some some what is it, Artista or Rista, the, the cheapest, the cheapest black and white film that BNH had. Uh, I think it was like 360 summer roll for the 120, and then for the 35 millimeter, uh, it was like 219 or something like that. The cheapest stuff they have. That's that's what I got, but um. Yeah, so C41, no big deal. You know, it, 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 it takes uh, just getting the temperature, getting the water temperature right is what takes the, the biggest amount of time. You know, just making sure you have that accurate. And then again, I have nothing to, to compare it to. So, but all I know is once I converted them, uh, and actually this, this round, the conversion went a lot easier than than last time so i don't know what i did on on the first time to make the the color cast more predominant it, it, you know, it could have been the film it could have been something i did in the process i don't i don't know but once i once i inverted them I, I have a little preset that i use that i invert the the you know the negative to a positive and then i just use the dropper tool the white balance dropper tool to white balance it and the colors were right on on my last batch when i did that a lot of even when i converted it was it looks almost like i uh cross processed the images but um so i'm not i'm not sure what what went on you know it, what what went different it seems like uh i was more particular about the temperatures last time because um you know it was my first time mixing the kit so i don't know not sure it could have been film could have been you know a lot of things I'm not sure but um yeah C41 you know it, it's no it's no no more of a big deal than, than the black and white uh of course you know the black and white is a lot more forgiving um but uh but yeah see what else is going on um not much 
that's 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 it. Uh, I bought some sleeves. Also bought some you know some contact sleeves, uh, 35 millimeter print sleeves to to sort of get some some sort of organization going on. Uh, I've been still hunting for some for a range finder too. I don't know if I'm gonna have one before. Uh, the circus we got the, we got the circus coming up here. We go to every year. That's I think that's next Thursday. And I've been looking for one of one of these like Leica clones just because I mean I, you know I just hear so much about this Leica <laughs> Leica camera, and I know I, I just can't see myself paying um, paying what they cost. You know I I buy a K1 before I do that. Um, but they do have clones, you know. They have the Zorkies, the Feds, the uh, uh, was it Kiev, Kiev, you know, just those three. Then there's you know, Canon has has um, has a good rangefinder, uh, but a lot of them, a lot, of, especially the Russian ones, the Soviet ones, they're you know, they're coming from overseas. So I just been doing a lot of research because, um, yeah, the camera can be like twenty five bucks, but shipping is like thirty, which is still fifty, you know, fifty bucks for a good rangefinder. But it's just I don't know, I don't know um, enough about them to know which one to get. I know, like, I think I've narrowed it down to the model for each I know for the Zorky the Zorky 4k is supposed to be the best one out of all the Zorkies so that's what I've been searching for the 4k um, and then what else the, the, the Kiev I don't really know which one uh, is the best one of that and then the Fed I think the I can't remember can't remember which one is supposed to be the, the one to get of that one. So, you know, I want to, you know, I want to get whatever the, the the best one. Like, I mean, there's so many models. I think the Zorkies go from like the first one Zorky to like the Zorky 12 or 13 or something like that. Um, but I want to get the one that's closely the closest clone of, uh, you know, the the Leica what three two something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, st I'm, I'm still learning about these rangefinders. Um, so, and as I shoot more with these cheap, cheap old cameras, these these little point and shoots, I sort of, I sort of know what I want in a, in a rangefinder. I don't think I, I don't think I, I, I don't want to buy any film S SLRs. You know what I mean? Like they, they kind of defeats. That that's just like. I'm not. I'm not like into just collecting cameras just to collect them. I, I just want the experience of shooting with these different cameras. Uh, I don't know. It's just like there's this there's this uh, Chinon. I think that's how I pronounce it. Genesis three camera that I keep seeing. I, I just want to shoot with it. <laughs> it it just seems like matter of fact. You know what it is? It's it's these cameras that when I couldn't afford them. You know what I mean? When when they were when they were the thing at the time. It's like now I want to, yeah. Now I can afford to to buy them and shoot with them. That's what I want to shoot with. It, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a weird thing. Um, but 
yeah so that's 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 the project i'm doing now you know i'm, I'm looking for these i'm looking for some medium formats there's still some other point of shoots that i want to buy like there's this olympus uh i can't remember the model but it, it has like leather it looks kind of retro even for its time it was retro so uh i want to pick one of those up i've seen a few of them but the thing about it now man is now that analog is the hipster thing these these prices are getting inflated <laughs> i've noticed that like even at thrift stores like they it's like you know it's like now that they see people are are getting to these cameras these prices are inflated and matter of fact i came across this uh i can't remember i think the company is called mint m-i-n-t they have this uh they have this twin lens reflex instant camera and it's like 300 bucks like three almost 400 dollars and I'm like, no, like, I, I just get a Yashica D or Yashica 124 or something like that before I pay that for, to me, it, it, what's a, you know, will be a novelty camera. It, you know, if I want to shoot, if I want to shoot, if I want the experience of a twin lens reflex, first of all, I'm just going to get a twin lens reflex. And if I want the, the experience of, of instant, I just get an SX70. I, you know, I mean, it looks cool. It seems cool, but to be such a new thing and to me novelty now, I'm not going to spend 380 bucks for it. That's and, and I know, like, it may be, it may be worth it, but there's so many other cameras you can get for 300 bucks, almost 400 bucks before get that before you get that you know what i mean like there's so many other options you can get you can get for that for that amount of money i can get like a, a like a copy whichever one i get uh i can get um i can i can find a a, a twin lens a yashica d or even like a um uh a mamiya like c 330 or something like that or or like a um, what's another good twin lens like one of these uh, even like a Lubitel even even though I've seen those prices go up but it, but yeah I mean even though even even a Lubitel like two or something like that and still have enough to buy some film you know still have enough to, to get a few rolls of uh medium format few rolls of 35 millimeter and then have enough to buy a used instax mini for for that 400 bucks i think it was like 385 you know what i mean so <laughs> so it seems kind of crazy to spend that and then the pinhole you know you can get it you can grab a pinhole so you can buy like four or five different formats of camera for that for that amount of money and yeah, you it's not you know you you won't you won't be getting anything if you just want to be like what what's the what's the word like get get the latest and the greatest be like get something that's groundbreaking. I totally understand that. Like even like that uh what's that other the Impossible Project camera? Even even if you grab something like that and you just want to have it to be like one of the first to have it. Okay, more power to you. I see that. But I'm I I don't I've never been that guy. I've never been the one to be the first to do something because I always know 
um, when you when you get something the first when you be the first, it's like it's still pretty much beta, especially now. Things move so fast that R and D is not what it used to be. R and D is putting it out into the market and then and then dropping um <laughs> you know, dropping updates, dropping fir firmware updates or or you know, things like that. That's that's how they do things now. It's not like or come out with another model and then get like a rebate on it or something like that. They don't they don't they don't troubleshoot, they don't R and D or they don't um um you know fix all the bugs like they used to do, you know, when things came out. You know, when when something came out, it, it was pretty much the final product. But now it's like quick to market and, and put it in the hands of the people. Uh, the the clients the the customers the buyers let them let them uh, test it in the in the real world. So yeah, not I'm not uh I'm not in a hurry to, to get into any of those things. But uh, even though I saw the side by side comparison of the the first um, that first twin lens instant and the second one, and it, it does look like. It, it looks it, well. Matter of fact, yeah, that's that's the thing. That's it's the second model. So that's my point. <laughs> that's my I forget. Like that's the second. The model that's out now is the second model, and and I think the other the first one only was is haven't even been out like maybe it's been out a year, two years, but and it's already on a new model. So the people who bought the first one, and if there are huge improvements on the second one, it's like what now what. You know what I mean? That's 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 my point. It's like now what? Now this better model is out, and now you but you got the old. You already dropped three hundred on the first one. It's like, yeah. But then again, you can get something like an old camera that's been put through the ringer. That's 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 been tested, tried and true, and you know it's gonna last. You can get a couple of those. You can get. Like I said, three, four different formats um, of of camera for that same price. So, um, so yeah, that's it, man. Uh, stay tuned. I'm gonna be posting some pictures from that, from those scans or from those digitized negatives. And um, if I, I kind of, I just went through them briefly this morning. If I have some worth, worth, uh, <laughs> worth posting. Um, from what I went from from what I went through them, none of them are like earth shattering. Uh, none of them are like you know what I mean. Like you know, you, you they, these are from these are from cheap old cameras, cheap old point and shoot cameras. So bear that in mind. And from DIY <laughs> C forty one processing in my bathroom. So take that take that in consideration all right that's it like i always say i don't know a lot but what i do know i talk straight about this has been straight talk uncut i really appreciate you guys coming back and listening to me ramble on and until next time talk to you guys in the next episode